passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, welcome to Flappin' Gaps. I believe the last episode we left off with uh, Seth talking shit about your husband. Oh, yeah. yeah that's right. <clears throat> See, you have such a good memory. I that's know, right? we need to do this more often. <laughs> we certainly do. We, uh, we've we kind of tentatively planned a, a brunch. I know, I'm excited. Yes. And maybe a girl's like, sleep overnight at my house. That would be a lot of fun. You have your own wing. Ooh, I have a wing. Not you even a room, a, but a wing. A wing yes. with your own bathroom. En suite. Do you like it? Do you like the new neighborhood, the new I house? I do. Okay. I do. Um, it's it's a beautiful. I'm I feel very blessed. Um, we are taking our time with decorate. You know, I didn't want to. I have a lot of design ideas. I've bought um, some really large canvases, which are insane. Just the canvas alone, like on a seven foot canvas. And I'm doing, I'm getting ready to do, I haven't painted in over a year mm-hmm. and I need that. Right. Uh, that's an outlet. And you me. started doing that after Bubba started painting, right? No, no, no. You're funny. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is she going to hit me? Fun. You got <laughs> jokes. Yeah. In fact, you know, he was so encouraging and thought it was such a great idea. And then I stole it from him. Uh, what? Yeah. Kind of vice versa, but we know that story. Right. So I'm going to start doing that. And you know, I do like um, charcuterie boards and resin boards. and No way. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, if I were to, I hate it when people say honestly, because I'm always like. You're always honest. Right. Yeah. But if I could choose to do anything I wanted, not for money, it would be interior design, painting, um, more artistic yes, stuff more design but you know i'm i'm a rare i've taken personality t- tests i've taken iq tests you've taken an iq test yeah i know i don't Are even you, like i'm not going to ask you the number but were you were you comfortable uh i was with, shocked shocked I, in a good way yes, shocked in a bad shocked yes. in, okay good yes i think i would qualify for certain things Ooh. if i wanted but i okay. i don't also think some of that is bs and I, I think people that even have to talk about their IQ are kind of pathetic, mm-hmm. so I don't bring it up, but um, I did very well, and I've, I feel strong. grateful. Okay, good. But again, you know, what does that really mean? I mean, sometimes there's validity behind it. Sometimes it's like, uh, I don't know. I To me, it's who you are as a person and what you do in sure. this world sure. and your success, well, success level, whatever you that means You don't need to be defined to by a number. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. yeah. we're defined by so much mm-hmm. number wise. Yeah. But so back to creative love, stuff. Yes. I need that. But I ha- also have, um, which is, I guess, really rare when, because when we first started the company, we really wanted to see who would be best, you know, there are five partners, who would be best in for each role. Yes. And so we all did this. We hired an outside consultant, an uh, executive consult, leadership consultant. He was an ex like C level officer for a huge publicly traded company. I had worked for him in the past. Okay. Amazing. 
And I'm one of like, I love science and art, art, science that, you know, usually it's, it's left brain, right brain. Yeah. I'm right in the middle. Huh. I'm like equal at all of them at all the quadrants, which is okay. really Jack rare. of all trades. Yes. And, and I, most people are like, okay, I'm artistic. I'm this brain. I'm that brain. I like, you know, or no, I'm more scientific and analytical and I love both as much. Mm. So like my happy place is always going to be really related to nature, which is science, right? Um, the ocean, the mountain space, animals, the human body, science behind that fascinates me. Mm -hmm. and, or go to an art museum or create, you know, music or something. So I'm kind of all over the board, which is, you know, I feel like diversity is the, uh, the spice of life. The spice of life. Yeah. But I'm going to start really, uh, we've done quite a bit with the house. I mean, it was five, it's 5,000 square feet, Shit. which, which crazy, mm -hmm. but it's all open. Like it doesn't, it feels, it looks big and it feels big, but in ways it doesn't because it's all like the main floor besides my, like you walk in and my office is to the right How behind French bedrooms? door. Five. Okay. Um, behind French doors. And it's like 25 foot ceiling. So it's all like this big open space. Yes. With arches, like the details mean a lot to me. Mm -hmm. You know, when you go into different rooms, you know, most of them are, are squared, you know, everything's arched and the flow is really cool. Mm -hmm. And I just like the openness and it's a house for entertaining. And since we don't have kids, it makes sense. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really happy. So we're with throwing it. rages at your house is what you're yes, saying. Yes, hundred percent. I'm working on, you know, I have some drapes up. I've done a lot myself. <clears throat> I've done it all myself. And, and you I enjoy have doing that, right? Love it. Love it. I'm it's horrible. I, I don't have an act for that at all. So I'll that's definitely. That's my jam. Okay. If I could choose, that's what I would I don't do. even know if like certain colors match and I feel bad. I actually was talking to a friend about this yesterday. You know, every time I've I've been dating a guy or had a boyfriend or something and they like go like, does this, what do you think? Like this right. with I that, this opinion. style. And I go, well, you don't look fat. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Like, right. I don't, I don't know anything about oh, accessorizing or Anna. it's bad because I don't know how to, with to accessorize nothing. With, okay. Everything with, from interior design to fashion, does, just clothes, matching, do you accessorizing. Have any, do you have any interest in no. it? Okay. No, but well, also fair. I don't like, I look at it and I go, that looks fine. I don't know. I constantly have to go on Pinterest and learn how to accessorize properly. I got you. And I don't know. Cause I'll just put like a, a dress on. It's like, okay, do I wear a belt? Do I wear like a little cardigan? Do I wear a denim? Do I wear what kind of shoes? Do and I wear? you're trying to figure it out and you don't enjoy it. It's right. not like both, right? No, I don't enjoy it. Um, It just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense so to like me. So like handbags. Like getting your I got nails like two done, purses. makeup, none of that has any interest. Uh -uh. I stopped wearing makeup completely about seven, eight months ago. Good I'll for wear you. it occasionally, like, you know, I was I had makeup on for Barb or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but you're beautiful and you have really good, like, eye, eyebrows and eyelashes and things that really can define your features. You have those naturally and that's awesome. I'm, well, thank God, because I'm lazy as fuck. And um, yeah, and there's no way I'm going to wake up any earlier than I already do. Do you take care of your skin, though? That's really important. That's something I need Boo, to work on. To. I mean, I, I buy like, you know, just the face wash stuff. Well, I but think you also, you know, it's inside <clears throat> out. So you have to take care of, stay hydrated. Yeah, I do all that have, shit. Like, yeah, so, the nutrients so I think, I think and you the water. Have, yeah. You've got half of it down. Oops. Yeah. And the rest of it's really just moisturize and sunscreen. 
Yeah, I don't really wear too much sunscreen. I'm now I'm scared that sunscreen I've been reading recently that it's actually sunscreen that gives you cancer. So I don't yeah, know what to believe anymore. Ask Dan. He's going to know. There's the right products. But I mean, you, I think your skin shows that you take care of yourself from the inside out. Yeah. So but, you're good. Yeah, you're good. I just, I don't, but that's, I, when I think never, about it, I'm like, I don't want to put paint on my face. It's clogging my pores. I just want to be more in the product. Right, right. But also, I'm not trying to talk you into it because if that's not your thing, that's, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I respect that. You know who else I've kind of turned a corner on? Pam Anderson. Hmm. Have you seen her? I mean, she's been I think in. I saw the documentary. Well, she has been on this kick for, and she's actually quite intelligent. I read her book, believe it or not. She's very intelligent. I mean, she played the role and she admits it. You know, she hates that people think of her as a cart. Now, I'm not saying she's, you know, a member of Mensa and she's helping Elon with the next launch. Right, right. Or, you know, uh, creating an algorithm that tracks the foreign currency exchange market but you know she gets it she played the role she knew what she was doing and her biggest gripe is that everyone looked at me as a cartoon character as tits on a stick well that's what you put out there right yeah and so she is now like on this big campaign of not wearing makeup she doesn't wear makeup i know i think i I did see that and she kind of put herself out there and like at one point she'd gained like 30 pounds and you know, she didn't worry about it and she ended up losing it kind of organically, but she was just putting herself out there. And for somebody that was so, such a sex symbol and looks oriented, because that was her career. That was was it. Hot playmate. For her to come out and be like, that's BS. You know, now she like gardens and it's cool to kind of see that. Yeah. And you guys are Eskimo sisters. Yes, we are. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, a couple of times. Yeah couple of people um so anyway um <laughs> you don't need makeup and you're gorgeous uh i mean i i appreciate that i wouldn't I, i'm doing just fine well, you know what are things that you like so i love art i also love science and math mm. and all that stuff my happy place i just told you what would be comparable to you so if you let's just say and i know you love radio and that's your jam yeah yeah but, i do but like let's just hypothetically say you win the lottery or you come into um, a decent amount of money that would allow you to do something that you loved besides radio. Oh, like like, let's just, just say you want to retire. What would be like, I talked to you about doing interior design and I'd mm. even also want to do consulting for companies too. So there's that side, but what would be your sort of happy place or something that you could do as a hobby? If money were no object, mm. I hate to just say that it would be, radio but i have like i don't want to say i have very few interests i I feel like i I do what are your interests anything that has to do (laughs) you know everyone just thinks i'm just a drunk dumb bitch which is you know it is fun to be that sometimes don't say that about yourself but um i first off i would never be happy if i wasn't somewhat busy and accountable yep because one day off after a hard week awesome Two days off, fine. Any more than that, I'm going fucking crazy. Same here. I'm going crazy. I need to be seeing people doing things. I need people Purpose. to be relying on me. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I, I only derive like joy and, and satisfaction when, when people are relying on me, when I have to be somewhere, when I have to be accountable. And even though we bitch and complain about these things, I need them in my life to feel any sort of which way about myself. Same here. I constantly have to be doing hard things. Last year was very much a constantly challenging myself doing the cold plunge, which I know sounds insane. I 
mean, I'm deathly afraid of just being cold. Forced myself to do that. Good for you. I got a VO2 max test. I'm in the superior category for my age and sex. Of course sex. you are. Pushed myself to do that. I that was it. a very uncomfortable test. You know, hosting shows is hard. I do jujitsu. I've been trying to do jujitsu, trying to up it to four times a week now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So um, I just want to get I want to get better That's at that because awesome. I'm I'm not where I think I should be, whatever that means. Like I have but this I don't think perception. You don't have destination disease. I know, right? I know. We talked about that earlier. <clears throat> we and do. I think yeah. I don't think anyone should ever be where they want to be because then you don't ever want to take your foot off the gas, right, in life. And I read somewhere and I've been doing it to do something that is uncomfortable for you once a week and oh I, I do it every day yeah same here i mean i i do especially running a company mm-hmm. i mean and and i'm forced to and i like it and and i never want to be comfortable now i'm good with being not having drama because i am allergic to it mm-hmm. and i will avoid it like come to me with a solution and let's figure this out together yeah don't just stir on the problem right but doing like i'm learning languages now Ooh, um, what kind of languages? languages i mean so i know french I'm, I'm you know french yes i'm fluent in french and i'm i'm what did that I'm happen forever bubba bubba's even talked about it yeah i and you want to know what's kind of crazy well let me he also this. thinks he's bilingual when he speaks that's carney true. by the way oh, that's true <laughs> and white Tri- and elon musk i mean his <laughs> yeah, own language which makes me cringe that's crazy i did not know that you were um, fluent in french and I'm I'm learning uh, Spanish, which you know might be useful. I, I really should have. The takeover that. is coming. I should have learned that first, <laughs> yeah. like a dumbass. Yeah. I moved to Florida, but I've been uh, fluent. I studied it in high school and then actually uh, college. I took four years of it. That's awesome. And so I'm learning Spanish and Italian. So I'm, I, that's uncomfortable. I'm doing physical things with my trainer that are very uncomfortable that I like. At like what five I, in the morning. Uh, you know, six now because yeah, it's funny. Um, I get up so early, but the thought of being active early is no. I mean, I get me. up. I get up at like five fifteen and do You're my crazy. meditation and stuff. But when I don't, I mean, even on the weekends, you know, I'll we'll sleep in and sure because we don't have children. But I still can't. And and on occasion, I mean, we all have those rainy days where you you put so much out and you give so much that you need to like um recover absolutely mentally. But I try to stay on uh, that routine helps me, I think, mentally and physically. Yeah. But I try to do something uncomfortable, physical, a couple times a week, uh, daily on the language. And then also with the business, putting myself out there, you know, having critical conversations that are uncomfortable, that are necessary. You know, so I try to do that every day. And I love that you do, too. Yeah. So you'll you'll always challenge yourself. But that's what's going to keep us young. Yeah. Don't yeah. Don't you think that? That and also just like I want to be ever growing. Same here. Ever moving forward to wherever that And just being that a better be. version yeah. of yourself every day. I'm trying to be. Yeah. Improve. I want to see change. I want to see improvement. And I've been studying enough about human happiness and, and what give, gives people joy and yes. true satisfaction. And it's never just being comfortable, ordering shit off Amazon Prime and, you know, looking at your new purse. That's that stuff that's, that doesn't really me, bring people true that's joy. That's the opposite to me. That's right. filling a void. That's putting a bandaid on yeah. something. And, and the thing is, it's, it seems counterintuitive because mm-hmm. you think, oh, I want to be comfortable. I want to be on vacation. 
I'm like vacation forever to me is a nightmare because it's only relaxing, like you said, and, and having a day off is only fun when you do it once in a while. If it's every day and you have nothing to do and no one to see and no one to be accountable for, that would to be me, miserable. You would feel like shit all the time. So it, I don't, I don't want to live that life of being retired because being retired to me is death sentence, right. at least in my mind. Well, and I think that that you know, science, society, and historically has proven a lot of times. You know, when somebody retires there, you got to challenge your mind every day. Like they start to yeah. rapidly decline, not just physically. No, you're 100 percent right. And my, my dad is actually retiring in June and I was a little bit wary of it. He's going to be 69 and um, he's he's already on it, though. He's like, I'm part of the ukulele right, club right. and I'm doing this. And he has a girlfriend and they go hiking That's and they go to the mountains awesome. and they go to the beach. And so, so he's 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 doing he's great. great. He's got more energy than anyone he's I've ever fucking met. But, yeah. You know, when you said you said something about going on vacation forever, I am interested because I love to travel and go mm-hmm. to different cultures. I think that's true knowledge. I think that's when you really learn the most about life is when you're immersing yourself. And when we travel, we immerse ourselves. We're not just necessarily staying at, you know, a the commercial. resort. Yeah, yeah. Like we love to, to go explore. I am interested at some point in my life when I'm able to, well, we travel as much as we can. Sure. Um, you know, like going to France for a month and immersing myself in learning like and an doing expat. things. Yeah, and doing stuff. Not mm-hmm. just, you know, vacation, laying by the pool and sipping That's when ties. I think vacation. Yeah, like out exploring and going and doing different stuff and constantly learning. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like a wanderlust. I would be out learning, studying cultures, meeting people, trying to figure out the language. Um, that to me is really having liberation yes like financial freedom for me would be having a nice house but nothing too ostentatious that would allow me to go and learn about people and see this amazing world and see all of the cool hiking and you know doing all this adventurous stuff and pushing myself yeah that's what I dream about yeah and I've 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 talked about it on the show probably about four or five months ago I was looking into moving to New Zealand. <laughs> well, you've been, have you been there? Yeah. Austra- yeah. Oh. Only for, I was only in New Zealand for a week. When, I was in wait, New Zealand. I was in Australia for a year. And what came to, when I went there? Or, no, oh. you deciding a couple months ago you're moving there? No, no, no. It was in, the, it's always been in the back of my mind of like places where I would live conceivably forever. Uh, Florida. Awesome. I, the, the day I moved to Michigan, I was like planning my exit. Right. It's like, absolutely not. Um, I love California. That's mm-hmm. where I'm from. But I don't think I want to live there for a number of reasons. And it's not necessarily the reasons people would think of, obviously, politically and shit like that. But to me, I've just been on this adventure since I was 18. I, I left home it. when I was 18, moved, went to college. And I've I've lived at home maybe for like a year after that. But... It was always like I never want to move back home because then in my mind, the adventure is over. I left when I was 18. I'm 36 now. That was half my life ago. Yes. So I feel like if I go back and I like make roots there, I'm like party's over. Yes. And I've just been on this crazy party of college and then Michigan and Australia. And then I moved to Florida and and I moved to all these places by myself. Like you went to some Asian countries. too. Yeah. I went I I. I traveled like a poor person because I was a poor person. I'm still kind of a poor person, but uh, backpacking for three months, That's so cool. staying in hostels. Like I didn't see a resort. I didn't see a pool. I didn't see any of and that And that's shit. learning. But wasn't that 
you learn. Yes. And I'm you with get, you. I, and the thing that you learn the most, at least for me, is I was so appreciative of where I do live and that I was going back home to the Agreed. States and it was cool to see and, you know, shit while I was squatting. That was cool. But man, it was really cool to know that I was coming home to a nice, clean yes. and what place. we take for granted. Yes. Yes. And I feel like that is the sort of traveling I like to do, kind of like you. I don't want to just go to a four season no. somewhere and just post up by the Every pool. Every once in a while. It's like that's I, not the point. I want to learn to move. Go, we travel to, to see explore. some shit. Yeah. So And it's crazy because my brother is exactly opposite. <laughs> he doesn't really like to leave his home. And, so. I'm, and I'm like, oh, let's do this family trip. And would you ever want to go to France? Would you ever want to go to Greece? Why well, don't do that? That Might sounds go right track. dumb. Yeah. And then I, you know, so I was talking about Paris earlier and I'm a mark for France and I love it. And this is kind of cool. You know, I'm not like this superstitious, you know, person. But I do believe in energy and positive energy and light and sending that out. And when I went to Paris, and I've talked about this a lot, I felt, this sounds so corny, I felt so in my element. I felt so at home. Like, hmm. And we explore, I mean, every day, I think we walk like 12 miles a day. And, you know, we did all the, the museums. We did all the... My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15. $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The um, touristy stuff, we went to the Palace of Versailles Oof. And, and explored it and then had lunch in the palace uh, garden in the garden of Versailles, which was like an outer body experience. So when I need to calm myself down and I meditate, I go there mentally. 
but I felt like such a connection. Uh-huh. And and that sounds so corny because I'm like, uh, some I don't of think the, so. Those people that, but some of those. That's people how I felt that, right? when I when I moved here, and I'm not from here. And I, fe- yeah, I did. I was too. just like, oh, this but is where I should be. I, I I agree. That's why Tampa will always be my home base, but I'll explore. Sure. And so I fast forward to I do 23 and Me, and I know Bubba did too. Yeah. We are like a large portion of our ancestry is French. Really? Because he said he was like all German. Well, German too. Okay. But, but I'll I'll have to show it to you. Okay. But Ton, like specific regions in France, I want to hmm. say like forty percent. Really? Okay. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's why I I was all always drawn to the language as a kid. I was always drawn to the city. I love art. Like I felt very, and I sound so corny, but I felt very at home, and I just felt very connected to that place. So. When I, you know, in the next couple of years, I would like to spend a couple months over there, like yeah, maybe a month in the city and then a month in the country in the south of France. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the, well, the closest thing I've been to France is Montreal. Oh, but, and I, I've never been there and I hear it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. But it, I definitely felt like I was in Europe, not that I've ever been, but I've seen some movies. Right. Uh, I think Europeans have, thing. yeah, have just a... I don't want to say like a more holistic view of things, but I feel like they have a better grip on what's important. And they don't screw everything up and try to add chemicals and make everything bigger, better and fast food. And like everything is really when you when we About say family and connection yes, and, and slowing down mm-hmm. and, and focusing on the right things. Yeah. You know, and it was really cool. Or, because, star- or starting world wars. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, yeah. Not everything is, is glorious. But uh, yeah, we yeah. did see Napoleon's apartment. When we were <gasps> that's there. awesome. He's my favorite dictator. Uh, I, I have, is that I, weird that I have one? I'll show. Yeah, kind of. I can't say that I do. Yeah. Um, at all. But I will show you. It, it was super cool. But it, are the, did you see any like French Revolution stuff? Like any geek? teens left over no okay i got i got recently got it back into the french revolution okay like revisiting parts of parts of history actually there might have been some at versailles okay that would make um, sense marie Marie antoinette's she had her own little um quarters which was like you know i don't even know like a half a mile away but still on the same property i'll show you their pictures okay but i do also want to explore other parts and we still want to go to you know, Tarek loves Dubai. He would, uh, uh, for a while, he wanted to live there. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to live in a country where, you know, I'm really like a third class citizen <laughs> in some days, even though he's like, oh, it's not really like that. And, you know, tourism is huge for them and they understand, yeah, I don't have any rights over there. No, thanks. Yeah. Um, But I, we, we still need to get to Egypt. He just lost one of his uncles who was Oof. over there. So we, you know, I just would love to, to travel and in that way, yes. not just float by a pool. So let's get back to you moving to New Zealand. New Zealand. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not happening, at least not for a while, but uh, it's definitely a bookmarked in my head. So when you say for a while, like, what do you mean? Um, I just got to, you have to understand, like, I've been a gypsy most of my life, or let's just say the second half of my life since I was 18. I haven't spent more than... I guess four years in, in one spot. Florida's Except by far. until now, right? Yeah. Florida, I've been here, ooh, in, in April, it'll be eight years. So oh, I'm always just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is going to be my home base, I think, for the rest of my life. But well, what about New Zealand? I went there, and much like the experience you had in France, I went there and I'm like, this this just seems like a, like a cool fucking place to live. I like that it's Heard that. removed from a lot of shit. 
not that there's like a lot of distractions obviously they have phones and wi-fi so it's like you know stuff like that but um it just i kind of like being off i don't want to say off the grid i was really impressed by the landscape and aren't they really about nature and and immersing themselves in it I guess it depends who you ask, but of what I saw, I saw a lot of the countryside. Um, I never saw Lord of the Rings, but it was all filmed there. And so just really picturesque, beautiful landscapes. I like that it was removed. I like the fact that I didn't really know much about it. You know, you tell people that you're from the States, they know, oh, at at the time, I think it was Obama who was president. They got um, opinions about everything about America. But but I'm like, I have no opinions about you. Do they like I don't know anything. I know. I don't really. I don't think they, they, they really had much to say other than, well, here's what I did when I was traveling is I never told people I was from the States. I said I was from California. Okay. And that elicited a much better response from people. I did that when I was in Australia. I did that when I was in New Zealand. I'd be like, oh, I'm from California. Oh, amazing. Completely different than you go, I'm from the States because then I feel like people have more reservations. That's a good point. Yeah. So I learned that because I remember telling people I was from the States initially and and people would be like, eh. But then when I said I was from California, it was like 99% of the time people were like, that's cool. That's That's awesome. Do you know Paris Hilton? Like Uh, they're just as ignorant as everybody else. We're ignorant about stupid shit. So are they. We're so ignorant. Yeah. But so was everybody. Yeah. So so was everybody. That was cool that you didn't know a lot about New Zealand. I didn't know anything about them. Other than according to the Australians, because there's a a bit of a rivalry there, that they fuck sheep. That was it. That they have sex with with their sheep. They really say that, huh? Yes. Yeah. There's, I think there's more sheep than people in New Zealand. So like Uggs are from New Zealand. Right. Just got a lot of sheep, a lot of wool there. And so the... (laughs) There's there's the a rivalry with the sports teams, the oh, rugby yes. teams. Okay. So they're like I guess the New Zealanders are a bit better, so okay. the Aussies are like, Well, you fuck sheep, so right. fuck you. Okay. So uh when I got there it was just, it was just cool as hell. It just seemed like a, a cool place enough like nature and removed to feel like I wasn't in the midst of every crazy nice. thing. But also um not like totally rural either. I mean, depending right. on where you live. Sure. But I don't know. There was just something that struck me about it where I'm just like, this is a cool place. So fast forward to that was a while ago when you visited. Yeah, it was 2012. Okay, so then what recently made you think that you wanted to live there? And it sounds like you were even thinking about moving there like now. Yeah, I started looking up random radio gigs. You know, who would hire an American for (laughs) radio? I don't know. But you just start to you start to think. Um I also just, I feel like I'm hungry for adventure oftentimes, and maybe it's not even just New Zealand, it's just like change. It's really fun for me. I know to some people it's terrifying to move to a new place. You don't know anybody. To me, I'm like, bring it on. It's a challenge to start over. Yeah. Like, I would move to a new place. Nobody knew me. I could just go and tell people my name was like fucking Silas or whatever. whatever. I just completely new identity. Obviously, I you know, you are who you are, but you got to just start over. Nobody knows who you are and you just get to meet all new people. And it's it's challenging to like make friends as an adult from scratch. It really you is. You don't have school. You're not meeting people on the playground. Right. Through how kids, do you meet people? Right. A lot of jobs are remote now. Like, how do you do it? Okay. Well, you join a club or you do. I don't know. But I'm I just feel thinking like, of the clubs, sports. So, so that sort of just came out of nowhere yeah bubbled like, up want, like time more. to pack up and move and, and try something new i i want it much like you i want to experience a lot of shit and and going somewhere for a week or two is not 
like you said, immersing yourself yeah. into you a community. You get taste, but that's it. Yeah. So when I moved to Australia, didn't know a soul. I knew my dad had like a, a distant cousin who I'd never met or met when I was a child. And it was like, okay, hi, I'm living with you for a few weeks. And then I lived with a Brazilian drug dealer on the beach. Like it was just this oh crazy God. adventure oh, yeah. that we I was need, on. We need to do a podcast just about that. But yeah, anyway, keep going. Yeah. And so, um, so then I moved to Michigan. The bug. Yeah. Which, so then yeah. I'm just like, fuck, I've been in this place for almost eight years. Is it time to pack up How and go? How recent was this? Oh, probably like three months ago. I was, and you know. The kind of reality sets in and you go, wait a second, but I have everything I I need and want and love here. All my friends are here and my community is here. You've got your job. tribe here now. Yeah. Tribe. I put down roots here hardcore. I did not put down roots in Michigan. It's funny. I think one of the most, um, uh, it wasn't disturbing, but I was like, it kind of, it kind of struck me where when I left Michigan, I realized there was no one there that was like going to really miss my presence. Like I, I really made it a point not to get really close with people mm -hmm. or put down roots or anything like that. Like I was like, wow, I was in a place for four years and I made zero impact on anyone. I don't want to say on anyone, but you know, minimal impact right. and got up and left. Whereas if I left here, I it mean, I think like, yeah, all my friends through Bubba army and right. I have like my really good girlfriends here and right. I have my jujitsu right. crew here right. and I have all these amazing things here that I would be walking away from. Um, so you know, and that was intentional. Like as soon as I got here, I'm like, this is my jam. Sure. I love this sure. fucking place. Yes. The, especially the, the dichotomy of coming from Michigan and being like, fuck that. And then seeing how amazing this place was. I was like, I'm never leaving. Right. So I um, went through the same thing. Yeah. I came from the Midwest to here. Are you from so Warsaw? Yeah. Have you ever heard of it? I have sure actually. You never have. I don't want to hear any more about it. And how crazy is it that that's his idea of vacation? <laughs> I know. He was saying How that. How are we related? Uh, my sister was going to buy me a house on the lake. Oh, really? Is that, st is that still a possibility? I mean, I, I'm planning on buying um, a place, I don't know, in Warsaw, <laughs> potential. Like, we, we're looking at, like, on one of the Great Lakes in Michigan, like, for or something in the mountains or something completely opposite of this, where in June, July, and August... When it's like Vietnam here, yeah. we can go hot as balls. Yeah, I think it's like Chalamet. I don't know somewhere. We we did talk about there. There is a really, really nice. It's the largest lake in Indiana, and like Oprah had a house there. I mean, it's mm. like the bee's knees. Okay. A lot of people from Chicago come to do the you know, summers there. Yes, and it's incredible and it's gorgeous. But you know, it's like two million bucks for. Um, a lake cottage. So that, and, and I went back over 4th of July. I got to see his, the Kesslers, his friend who owns Explorer Van. Yeah. I was their nanny for a while. So I, it, it was really a great experience. Tarek loves Warsaw. Really? Because there's a lot of golf courses. And okay. in the summer, he can't, it's hard to golf here in the summer. So hot. Because it's miserable. So he loved it. And I'm like, yeah, I was stuck at the Hampton Inn and you're out, you know, hobnobbing with all my friends. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, we talked about it a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, I'd maybe rather Airbnb something, get something and then actually purchase something in the mountains or like on, you know, the, the Lake Michigan where those gorgeous heat not the detroit side but you know of course or, or up north and yeah. the up like somewhere just completely different mm -hmm. to, to go explore um but i don't know yeah evidently but that's his idea of vacation and mm -hmm. you know bless his heart we all meet we all can't be alike we mm -hmm. all can't have the same 
interests, but I think we, although alike in a lot of ways, I think we are very different, mm-hmm. which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, you certainly are. Sometimes when I'm talking to you, I'm like, I still can't believe it. I know. <laughs> I, I get that believe. a lot. I'm like, you meditate. You're like, yeah. And, and I do this and, and I do that. Know, and I have a gratitude journal. I'm yes. like, that's just so foreign to other people. I mean, that's my dad. <laughs> yeah. That's Jeff. That's yeah. my dad. Really? Is that, do you think he really instilled that sense of, you know, being grateful every day in you? Or is that something you kind of independently discovered for yourself? Both. Okay. I mean, I think that's who he is naturally. And he was such a, you know, in 40 years, I never saw him raise his voice. Really? Ever. Ever. Ever? Ever. Ever. He never got mad? Never. Or if he did, it was It was always very, okay. Um, Well, I'm very disappointed to hear that, but we're going to get through this together. Oh, that's nice. Tell me the why. You know, it was, he, he was, oh my God, I miss him. He was the most incredible man I've ever met. And he saved my life. And that's who he was innately. So to go from, you know, the craziness of the sperm donor and who's allergic to happiness and probably the, it's really sad. He's just not a happy person and very short tempered. And, and very you have angry. no interest in connecting. Zero. Okay. Um, I, I wish him well. And it pains me that he still has all this anger and animosity that he got my mom pregnant and that he could have been an NFL star and. You know, we, we took that away from him. Like, I can't help that I was born to go from that walking on eggshells and that violent temper and anger and criticism and always looking at people and seeing all their flaws and to go from that to somebody who was not only polar opposite, but who was, you know, everything that's right with this world. Like that was at such a pivotal time in my life. And I remember as a little girl, and I'm not trying to trash that man because I really just wish him the best. He doesn't, I think, feel the same way about me. I think he's whatever. Uh, but I, I do believe people, he has some great attributes, and I really wish that he would find happiness instead of bitterness. Um, but I remember as a little girl having you know being around that environment where everything's you know from watching tv that this person's you know fat and ugly and stupid and look at their teeth and everything was looking at flaws and negativity and criticism and I remember thinking I never want to make anybody feel like that that was as important I mean so I I feel like that although it was painful taught me you know that the the silver lining is it taught me that I never want to be like that and never want to make people feel like that because you don't get the best out of someone. And how powerful is it to uplift everyone, right? That's powerful. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking, I never, that's so mean. Like that doesn't, how can that make somebody feel good, right? Mm -hmm. So then along comes Jeff, who's like, you can do anything you want. What do you mean? You are enough. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're funny. That's awesome. That's a great idea. What are you interested in? And I'm like, huh? Who's this? Like kids are like, we <laughs> are allowed to really speak, you know, like don't be loud and shut up. And to go to somebody who's interested in me and who's encouraging and saying the only rule we have is you can't say I can't because you can do anything you want. So that, you know, he lived that. That was his life. So I feel like I got, I, I am his daughter. I mean, through and through and I just hear him saying so many things like you know everything's a fixable problem 
It's okay. I what Janie Cakes, he bought her a new Cadillac. Bless her heart. Think of what that woman's been through. Mm-hmm. And you know, she never had a nice car and he buys her a new Cadillac and I, my dumbass wrecks it. You know, it was a, it was an accident when you were a kid. Or? Yes, I was like 17 and you know, it was like a fender bender but still. Mm-hmm. And my mom freaked. And I just remember Jeff walked out and he's like, "Are you okay?" Okay, well, this is a piece of metal, and this is fixable. And I'm like, oh, what? What did you learn Why did from you this? make me feel worse? <laughs> and, like, and, 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 and it was never his intention. Yeah, yeah. So anytime I was, you know, I, he and I had, like, a lot of people don't know this, but I called him all the time. He was my oh shit call. Or, you know, if I was struggling in college with something, I'd call him, and he'd talk me through it. Even with, with starting this company. I'm like, okay, dad, we're, I'm going to start this company with these other guys. We're all equal. We're not going to take a salary for two years. We're betting on ourselves. We're doing this. I think that's the greatest idea ever. What can I do to help? Huh? Who are you? Yeah. Like, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, that I have to hold on to that, but that is who, I mean, I am his daughter through and through mm-hmm. and what, what a gift, right? So I'm trying to focus on being grateful for having that because he saved me. Versus being, which of course I'm angry and upset and don't understand because he really didn't have to die. Like instead of holding on to that, I have to look at it differently. Kind of like through the philosophies and perspectives that he taught you. Yeah. And then I feel like I am kind of channeling him. And so I'll even say my one thing Bubba did say, and Bubba gives me props for being very positive. And he know, you know, he, he does call you his angel and he appreciates like wow, you don't, you don't flip out and you're so calm and you handle everything. And he, he's very good at that. And, um, I think it was over the holidays. He said, he was kind of giving mom a speech on being positive. And he's like, you know, we all need to be more like Tara and, you know, Tara, your positivity and the way you look at things has really helped mom. And, you know, so he, to see him even recognize mm-hmm. that I think is huge. Yes. You know, I mean, he's a performer, so I get that he's got to, you know, play Stir shit up, up. Gi- yeah, yeah like that that sort of you know he has to always be looking for content but I do think you know he recognizes he just why he's wired very differently and that's not something anyone can change and that's what makes him crazy and also brilliant mm-hmm. so sort of is it's what a triple-edged sword as Bubba would as say Bubba would say sword <laughs> you got to say sword. sword so what's up with um can we just do kind of full circle yeah. on how we started off with Kush yeah you know, we ended the last one with Kutch. So what are we going to do? I think the three of us need a podcast, don't you? I think Should so we... as well. I'm trying to think like Jew plus two, but that wouldn't make sense because there's two Jews. Well, we'll think of something. But yeah, I don't want to no, know. First of all, you guys have got to keep doing that. But I think we need to add maybe one and kind of like get his thoughts on um, King Tut. Yeah. Sounds like there might be a little uh, heat there for some reason. I'm not quite sure What's what. What's up with that? I don't well, know. He was calling him like his Jordanian, telling it he's some small guy. We got to get rid of him. What does <sighs> she see in him? Come on, Kush. What's going on, man? We'll get to the bottom of it next oh, episode. Dude, let me tell you, when King Tut snaps, I feel sorry for Seth. We love you, Kush. Bye.